Grasping the Word 2024 with a theme, Remember, is Isaiah chapter 43, verses 10 and 11. Ye are my witnesses, saith the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me there was no God formed, neither shall there be after me. I, even I, am the Lord, and beside me there is no Savior. I quote from the book, The Prophets of Israel, by James Hoffmeyer concerning Isaiah. Isaiah is often viewed as the greatest of the Hebrew prophets. Certainly, the New Testament contains more prophecies that its writers connect to Jesus of Nazareth than any other Old Testament book. But it does not end there. By one reckoning, there are almost 100 citations and some 500 allusions, making Isaiah the most frequently referenced single work in the entire New Testament. According to the same writer, one of the important themes that runs like a thread through the tapestry of Isaiah chapter 40 through chapter 45 is that Yahweh, the God of Israel, is incomparable to pagan deities who are represented by idols. Examples given are Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 18 and Isaiah chapter 40 verse 25, where the question is asked, with whom will you compare God? Who is my equal, says the Holy One. In chapter 45, verse 20, the pagan gods are mocked for having to be carried about rather than moving about on their own power. A challenge is issued to idol worshipers in chapter 41 to present their case and set forth their arguments. A challenge also is issued to the idol gods to tell the things that are to come, what the future holds, so that we can know that they are gods. This type of challenge continues into Isaiah chapter 43 and verse 9. Let all the nations be gathered together and let the people be assembled who among them can declare this and show us former things. Let them bring forth their witnesses that they may be justified, or let them hear and say, it is truth. Then our verse of the week, where the Lord declares of Israel, ye are my witnesses. Isaiah presents this as the words of the Lord to his people. The Lord proceeds with utter clarity to give certainty of the absolute oneness of God. In declaring the truth vividly, False doctrines of idolatry, polytheism, which is the belief in many gods, and monolatry, where one deity is believed to be the sovereign God, but not the only God in existence. In other words, it refutes the idea of demigods or lesser gods. Further, this verse also emphasizes there was no God before him, and there shall be none after him, and there is no Savior beside him. In declaring unequivocally the oneness of God, this verse also rules out the false doctrine of the Trinity, where there are three persons in one Godhead. The gospel writer Matthew stated clearly 
that the Savior, Jesus Christ, was Emmanuel, God with us, in the first chapter of his gospel. The New Testament constantly reinforces this truth through its writers. The Apostle Paul in Colossians chapter 2 and verse 9 said, For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And also he declared in Colossians 1.15 that Christ is the image of the invisible God who created all things. In 2 Corinthians, Paul wrote, God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. The Apostle John records Jesus saying, He that has seen me has seen the Father. And also John related the story of Thomas, who doubted the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Nevertheless, when he saw him, addressed the risen Savior as my Lord and my God. Jesus was not a little God, a second God, or a portion of God. For Paul said, all the fullness of the Godhead dwelt in him bodily. So our verse of the week, Isaiah chapter 43, verses 10 and 11, makes it plain. There could never be another one beside him, and neither could there ever be another like him. The God of Israel was, and it remains, the Sovereign One, the Almighty, the Omnipotent, the Omnipresent, Omniscient, and Eternal God. There is room for none other.